0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: The 85-86 season saw experience challenged by the vibrancy of youth. Like Xavier McDaniel, Seattle's unanimous all-rookie forward. X, you're uh, maybe the only guest we've done an intro for. You should feel honored,
2: huh? (laughs) I always feel honored when y'all call me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, we, it's been a little bit, and we're happy to have you. We yeah. want to talk about the NBA playoffs and and the game, yeah. the game of 2023. Uh, let's start there. When you watch an NBA game now, compared to when you played back in the '80s, uh, are you are are you invested? Do you like this product? Is it the is it close to the same as it was when you played? Is it better? Is it worse? How do you feel about the NBA today?
2: Well. I think the product is very good. I, I mean, I, I would tweak it a little bit, but, you know, today with the analytics, the analytics say you should shoot more threes. The analytics say the big guys should shoot more threes. Uh, that's absurd, but uh, if you're talking about shooting threes, man. Nobody's shooting better than than, than Curry and, and Thompson. So uh, I just think the three... I don't think it's killing the game, but sometimes I get tired. Nobody shoots the big range outside of Chris Paul, uh, Kevin Durant, and, and, you know, and and Jimmy Butler. They shoot it probably more than anybody. But, I mean, the game is still good. The guys are big. They're strong. uh, They're athletic. I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, uh, the way the game is played now, instead of me getting 12 years out, I might have could have got 16, 17 out because – the physical play, you know, uh, guys are able to slam you, guys are able to do this. I, I was on a podcast a couple of days ago with Rick Mahorn, and I was like, if we played in this era, I might have wouldn't play the 35 games because every fight I get into, is going to be a big fight and it's going to be multiple game suspension. I, I, I predict I probably would have, me and Rick probably would have played in 30, 35 games. So, uh, I, I think it's just as good. I mean, I wish they wouldn't, you know, guys wouldn't snatch guys out the air, but, you know, that's just the way basketball was. So, I mean, I enjoy it. I've been watching the games. I've been surprised the Lakers winning. I thought Grizzlies would win. I thought Sacramento would come in and beat uh, Golden State. Uh, very surprised Milwaukee lost to Miami. But That's what people like. They like that excitement. It's, it's a very good basketball.
0: I was going to ask X if if there was a player now who reminded you of you, but then I decided I just want to ask you about a specific player, and that's Draymond Green, a guy who does get a lot of technicals, does play in a physical, maybe some would call it a a dirty way, talks talks Mm -hmm. a lot. What do you think about his overall presence on the basketball court, and do you think he would have uh, survived
2: in your era? I think any guy would survive in my era that plays in the NBA today. I just think if you played at any point in time in the NBA, you can play in any era. It's just that they're just so, just so different. But I mean I don't like Traymond Green. I mean, uh he doesn't back it up with big, big numbers, but he back it up with a lot of wins and four eight. I, I, I see no problem with it. If you're gonna talk it, at least you should be able to back it up. He come up with some solid numbers, eight, eight, and eight, just about every night. Um, I mean, I like him. He fits. He fits, He's the perfect person for that team. I don't know any other guy on any other team that uh, can be in that position and do what he do night in and night out, uh, playing the four, playing the five, playing the point, playing the best guy on the other team. He does a lot for that team. And uh, – you know, kudos to him. He's, he's been a, you know, I mean, he, he's been one of those ones that, that speak out and say how you feel. So, I, I'm not mad at him. I, I just know that if you're playing that small forward spot and you got Alex England, Dominique Wilkins, Mark Aguirre, James band Keegan uh Adrian Dantley, uh, Albert King, uh, them some headache nights. But the game has changed. In the 80s, it was the small forward. Now it's the all-around player, you know, he's not really set at one position. So, uh, but I like Draymond. I like him. I I don't see that going away.
1: Talking uh, with Xavier McDaniel, former Shocker, for those of you too young to remember him at Wichita State. He once led the country in scoring and rebounding, and uh, it'll probably be a cold day, and you know what, before that ever happens again. Uh, I want to ask you about Steph Curry. Uh, he had 50 in the Game 7 deciding game yesterday against uh, Sacramento. Uh, he's certainly already cemented his legacy. Uh, where does Steph Curry rank amongst the all-time greats in the NBA, in your opinion?
2: Well, there's no doubt about it he's one of all-time greats. Where he ranked, uh I'm not sure because I don't look at him as a point guard. I'm looking at a, a shooter. Uh, you look at him handling the ball, his movement is unbelievable. He never stops moving. I remember watching this kid in Columbia, South Carolina, and I was talking with Dale, and I was like, you know, who's recruiting sir, Dale? He was like, ah, very little people are recruiting. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I, I watched this guy torture um, guys who were ranked higher than him. I just couldn't believe it. But uh, – I can't really say where he's ranked because I don't look at him as a true point guard. When you start looking at guys like Stockton and Magic uh, or even a Nate McMillan or Terry Porter, uh, he's not a, a what you call a point guard. I think he's a point guard body, but as a shooting guard. And I'm not sure, but he's one of the great players in the league. And that's what I was saying a little earlier, where guys don't even have positions no more. You know, uh, and, and I, I, that's the error that, that that that's going on now. But I mean, he's a fabulous player. Uh, I, I really love the kid because uh, he really plays and he busts his tail on the offensive end, on the defensive end. I don't think he's a good defensive player as everybody's saying, but he gets out and challenges people, and that's what I like about him.
0: So I've been looking at uh, reading sometimes a book uh, about the 90s Knicks. You played uh, a year for the Knicks, and it talked about how even the practices were just insane because of how competitive you guys were, how tough all you guys were. I mean, that's a team that had you, uh, Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley, John Starks, Patrick Ewing, Mark Jackson, these guys who never wanted to give an inch, even I'm sure in practice among their own teammates. What was that like to be a part of?
2: It was tough. Pat Riley made practice very, very tough. I thought I was back in high school uh, again where we would go three hours hard the whole time. And uh, you know, when you get to the NBA, you play eighty two games, you just can't practice that way. But Pat Riley he practiced that way and and man, I it was a tough practice. I remember I my knee had swollen up. And uh, couldn't practice. He had this bicycle with a daggone bell on it, and if you go under a certain miles per hour, the bell started ringing, and they tell you, "Oh, you got to pick it up, pick it up." Man, I jumped <laughs> off, man, said, "Man, bump that." I'll just practice, you know. Uh, and, and we had to go hard. And then when we went hard in a two and a half hour shoot around, and we go to the hotel, I go to sleep do my pregame stuff, wakes up, it's one hour before the game starts. I've never been that late to a game in my life. Wow. And I get to the gym, taught a cab, got to the gym. They're looking at me. I just, like, jumped in the shower, got dressed. They were still talking about who we going. I was just like, am I starting? He said, yeah. Don Elliott torched me for, about 32 that night. So after the game and I had a horrible game and I was sitting there and I was like really upset and Pat Riley said something to me and I just I just left. And I was like, I just played F in two games. F in two games. He said, What do you mean? I said, I played one this morning and I played one there just now. <laughs> and I just went off because I felt like the practice that we had, it was two hours it was two and a half hours on stop. Everybody can tell you. You can read. You read about this all the time. It is. He ran us so much. I was so tired that I went back to the room and went to sleep because I stayed like an hour away from New York City. So they would get us hotel rooms, and in the hotel room I would just, you know, take a nap for my per game, grab something like to eat, and then head. Over. I couldn't even eat. I just got to the game, jumped in the shower, had to get my blood going, and. Got torched by Sean Elliott. I, I don't think he ever scored that many points on me, but <laughs> I mean, we got in a big heated argument that day, and and I was just like, I was living. I, probably about the only time I really wanted to ever fight one of my coaches, but uh, that was a that was a a, a eye opener for me with him. Uh, but that's the practice that he did all the time, man. It was, it was brutal.
1: Now, talking with the X Man Xavier McDaniel, so. Uh, Wichita State just hired a new basketball coach, Paul Mills, and, and I don't know that mm-hmm. this is something he needs to do, but I'm just curious, X, did he has have you spoken with him yet? Is he a guy that has reached out to you and maybe other uh prominent former shockers?
2: I have no idea. But the answer would be I know he hadn't called me. I don't know if it's called Aubrey or or Atwater, whoever's in town, Mike Orlon, I don't know, Jerry Cunningham, I don't know. Uh, I usually meet the guys when I get in town, usually stop by and uh, introduce myself. So uh, he got a lot of work, so I don't think he had time. He messed a small time with like meat and cheese and all up because, you know, with the transfer portal, and I've been telling Aubrey for like the last seven years, it's going to get worse till so they do something when you get a job and you basically have all your guys leaving and that's everybody they're just wichita state it's everybody so uh i probably wouldn't reach out to nobody i'll be trying to get my team set before i reach out but i mean it's what it is now uh, the way transfer portal so he got his work cut out uh for him
1: and then my uh, last question for you and we'll let you go uh we see all these documentaries and maybe somebody has done a documentary on uh, Xavier McDaniel that I'm not aware of but it seems like you would be a prime target for a documentarian uh, to to talk about your life and your career and I mean you're you're a great storyteller just to have you talk about playing in the, the NBA and the, mm-hmm. the, the rough physical nature of all of that I'm I'm surprised that you have not uh, had a big documentary
2: I, I, I've talked to some people and I've been working on it and I I'm hoping in the next I don't know three or four years I I can get something uh made up. But I was thinking about maybe just doing it myself. Uh but it has been in the mention, uh, but it just hasn't happened yet.
1: Well I mean I have, a, I have a hell
2: of a, I have a hell of a story. How I grew up and, and how I live and what my parents did and and stuff, but uh you know, um, I've been talking with some people, but nothing has yet to materialize yet.
1: Well, let's—I uh, hope it does, X. I, I really do. You've got a great story, and we love to get you on the show. Uh, any Larry Bird thoughts before we let you go?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just glad <laughs> took a to retire because Larry Legend didn't a lot of people, man. A lot of people.
1: <laughs> Thanks, X. He, he, yeah.
2: He's a hell of a guy, though, man. You get there, but no people don't realize you ever get to know Larry Bird, man. He's he's a a great, great guy, man. Great guy, uh, uh, somebody I've always respected. By the way he played, the way he telling himself, and, and just his trash talking and backing it up. Uh, you don't, I mean, you see so many guys that they are so sensitive, like Dylan Brook talking about LeBron. Oh, I'm worrying about Dylan Brook. You know, I think guys like Magic and Larry and Michael, they kind of they kind of like that type of stuff. You know, uh, they talk about me. I, I kind of like it too. So when I try to play, I'm gonna try to break your back when I play against it. You know, but uh, I, I've, I've always admired Larry. He's a great, 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 you know, guy. Uh, really got to know him when I was in Boston. That, uh, for those three years when he was working in the front office a little bit.
1: Well, You're it's always, it's, yeah, he's for sure, and so are you, and thanks for uh, coming on the show. We appreciate
2: it, actually. Anytime. Anytime. Thanks.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New
2: iPhone 15s? spend better
0: over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.